this episode is going to be short. We have other episodes that are uh, planned for you this week. So this is a little bit of just um, we felt that we we really needed to do a reaction uh, to something that happened this week. But we want to warn listeners before you uh, head into this, we are going to be talking about um, some pretty graphic things that do have to do with uh, sexual assault and gender-based violence. So um, if you do need to prepare yourselves or aren't um, going to be listening to this, like we just want to make sure that you're prepared for that. So we're giving you that heads up before we launch into this this episode. Hi, Sandy. Hey, Nora. This has been a difficult week. The jury has rendered their verdict in the trial of Raymond Cormier, who was accused of second-degree murder in the death of Tina Fontaine. Tina was 15 years old. She was living in a hotel that was kind of designated for her by Child and Family Services in Manitoba. She was devastated by the murder of her father when she was 11 and had been in Winnipeg for not very long from her community, where at some point she she met Cormier and something happened and she died and not just died, but was found at the bottom of the Red River, uh, wrapped in a in a duvet with um, with uh, with rocks uh, to sink her. Cormier effectively admitted to doing it kind of through a, a very like a, a, a several months long sting operation that the police had uh, you know done there wasn't evidence about how she had died there was no DNA evidence and so he was acquitted so Tina was murdered by someone uh, if not Cormier then she was murdered by someone and there's another unjust verdict that uh, another family has to deal with um, until maybe someday there will be justice for them and this is, of course, coming off of the heels of the not guilty verdict in this Gerald Stanley case as well, who was found not guilty of, of um, murdering Colton Bushi, um, even though we know that he did mm-hmm. shoot him at short uh, in short range. And we, we did do a podcast very recently about that. And I just... Like, this is... <sighs> This is all obviously very devastating. And it's just part of what makes this also devastating is that, yeah, you know, the police had this audio from their sting operation that the jury had to consider. In addition to that, Cormier didn't really defend himself. Right. There were no witnesses or evidence that the defense really brought up uh, to the stand. And so the jury made their decision without like a real defense from from Cormier and that to me is just it just so that in in addition to the Colton Bushi case is just so indicative of a system that is created not to provide justice uh, to indigenous folks to black folks it's it's a system that is is created to 
to punish indigenous people, to to control indigenous people and to control black people as well. I just, mm-hmm. I like, ugh. even Tina herself and the way that this was reported on in the media, she wasn't considered to be innocent. You know, like she was interrogated by the media as though she was someone to be suspect, as, as though she was someone like her own death should be interrogated. She should be interrogated for her own death within this justice system. We can't really trust that she deserves justice. I, You know, that's obviously outrageous. Like Tina Fontaine deserves justice. Tina Fontaine deserves dignity. Tina Fontaine did not deserve this. You know, this was one of the cases that forced the government to start the missing and murdered uh, Indigenous women in inquiry. And it's just like the outcome of this case just goes to show just like how fucked up this whole country is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it really it really does cut to the core, right? Like uh, in, in one hand, you have an individual situation where a man preyed on a girl and everything about the relationship seems to be illegal, right? Part of the Crown's defense was that he had had sex with Tina and he killed her because he didn't want people to know that he had had sex with a minor. Like, okay, people have sex with minors all the time and that is part of the problem, actually. And so you got the individual situation kind of happening there. But on, on a more macro scale, you know, I was very struck by the parallels between the Stanley verdict and the Cormier verdict, because in the Stanley verdict, you have protection or uh, defiling public uh, private property. And in the Cormier verdict, you have the protection or defiling of personal property of the of the person. Right. And so it's like the land and bodies are all summed up in these in these two in these yeah. two trials. Mm-hmm. Um like Cormier talks about, and this is, you know, reported in the trial, uh, part of the evidence against him was that he was talking about how, you know, uh, so uh, I would I would roll them up into a carpet and throw them in the river or I would I would just throw them in the river or whatever. And we know that Tina's murder has created people dragging the Ren River, looking for other people who've been thrown into the river. So Cormier, whether or not he's guilty, because either he's guilty or someone else did it and someone else is guilty. It doesn't really matter because the, the system is the same thing. The same effect has happened. That that he was saying these things either because he's done it himself or because that is the common knowledge of how you just get rid of a, a, a body. You get, you get rid of someone who's disposable. And I was struck by a, a Twitter thread that was uh, posted by uh, Benessi Morisot, who on Twitter is at Niche Philosopher. And he was talking about how men like Cormier are everywhere in Canada. They're everywhere and they're always ready to offer a home or a warm place to sleep to kids who are escaping violence or terrible situation or whatever, who are vulnerable. And the fact that there was more reported about, you know, the level of intoxication that Tina may have been that evening or her own personal circumstances than the the, the public crisis that creates these men these white men to prey on indigenous women in this way like Mm -hmm. that sums everything up 
And and Tina, unfortunately, is like not even at all unique in this country for these kinds of injustices. You know, thinking about someone like Cindy Gladue, who's another example of a woman who was murdered, whose genitals were brought into the courtroom as as evidence. Disgusting. And the guy who uh, who whose defense was like, oh, we were just having rough sex and she died. He was acquitted as well. <laughs> like. This was not this was not that long ago. There's countless examples. And to go with all of those countless examples are non-examples. And what I mean by that are the cases that don't make it to the media, that don't make it to our knowledge, because there's so much of this that is going on. And it's just like this whole country. I just like the foundation, the very foundation of it allows these things to continue. The very foundation of this whole country. And so long as colonization continues, this type of injustice is going to continue. So the only recourse that we have is to take up an anti-colonization frame and destroy the colonization of of these lands. I'm, like, that's all there is. There's no other option. Full abolition. That's what we need. I've also been thinking about the murder of Nadine Meshkizanik who was stuffed into a laundry chute at the Delta Hotel in downtown Regina. Her murder remains unsolved. And the hotel says it wasn't their responsibility. It's like, how does that happen without the hotel having some level of responsibility in this stuff? Like, the system is so stacked to make sure that these things keep happening that what you have is that there's, like, expressions of anger from people uh, balanced against, oh, well, you know, like Cormier was probably innocent. The jury system works. That's the way the system works. That's the way that these things work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's the way that we have uh, an indigenous population in jails that are like totally disproportionate to the number of indigenous people that live in Canada. That's why there's a totally disproportionate number of children in care. The system works only for some people. And I've been particularly frustrated by like, a lot of white people I've seen posting about how there's like they're like either there's no justice for indigenous people in Canada. And it's like that is true. But there's not also justice for us either. Like what we experience isn't justice either if they're experiencing injustice. It's not as if there's justice for some and there's injustice. Exactly. Well, it's sh- it's sh- it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be experienced as justice either some folks do take that as justice and then that needs to be interrogated and and taken a look at that's exactly what white supremacy is it it is justice for some but it shouldn't be accepted as justice by anyone that's the whole point um if if your version of justice includes a world where this verdict makes sense then then fuck you when the revolution comes because you on the wrong side, baby. And I'm not going to like nobody's going to be there for you uh, when when the time comes to take this all down. Oh, yeah. And it's coming. <laughs> People are organizing. Make no mistake. Like, you know, we've seen so much organizing happening across the country in the wake of uh, the decision on Gerald Stanley and then this decision as well. Besides those decisions, you know, the, the organizing that has been coming from indigenous community has been formidable. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for those of you who are content with the justice system that doesn't allow um, uh, for justice uh, for indigenous people, for justice for black folks, like get, you know, get ready because this organizing is happening and we're not going to be taking this shit. We're not taking this shit. 
that's a special reminder to white feminists who think that they can get justice in the court system. <laughs> like you're going to bring you're going to bring a sexual assault case to the, to the court system, you're not going to get justice. Like 100%. you might some people might get some justice, but it, again, it's it's not real. Like satisfaction is not justice. And if you are privileged enough to get satisfaction through the court system, that's a that's an effect of your privilege. It actually doesn't have to do with whether or not the court systems are fair.
Mm-hmm. Feel free to hit stop now. <laughs> cool. Great. <laughs>